This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. The bare necessities, the simple bare necessities of life today are perhaps kapda, makan, roti, or OTT. Most of us are switching between screen time at work, screen entertainment time at home, books, and home chores, of course. Now, what does life look like if you're switching careers as an entrepreneur, then working on a job, then back to school and studying, and back again to entrepreneurship? How do multiple switches shape your career, and what does it add to your entrepreneurial journey? Also, what careers can you look forward to in the media business? Welcome. to our world entrepreneurs day special four part series on voice of achievers a podcast that dwells on career decisions disappointments motivations and opportunities of passionate individuals across various fields i'm yashika and in the first part today we are talking to mr siddharth jain the founder of the story inc in mumbai which was india's first story company bridging the gap between storytellers and the screen adaptations of their work a compulsive storyteller producer and entrepreneur siddharth comes with a significant corporate and entrepreneurial experience with organizations like adlabs films and hotstar on one hand and founding bazi.com and irock films on the other he began as an equity trader also managing his family business while simultaneously upskilling and working his way all the way up to building a career in the content and media production industry he shares his experiences about founding the first company of its kind having multiple profiles of a businessman and professional at various stages and going back to school to learn more much later in his career Welcome to the show Siddharth. Thank you so much for this lovely introduction. So you founded three companies and worked as a professional with three. And this has been an unusual pattern specifically because you have traversed between a corporate role being an entrepreneur a corporate role going back to learning. Is this a conscious choice? So uh I am an entrepreneur. The three jobs that I did happened on their own. I went in for business discussions. and they offered me an exciting opportunity to work with them i don't really have a job profile and as you can see i've never lasted in a job beyond 2 years mm. and that's purely because i think a job is exciting for a bit it helps us to widen our horizon but then if you're an entrepreneur you want to do more than that you want to go beyond that because you spot greater opportunities mm. it's actually been when i look back in hindsight a job has always helped me you know i use the word upskill or uh, expand my network my learnings and then sort of empowered me to start a better venture with so much more i would say in value add hmm. so i actually advise this to people i think it's it's turned out pretty fun for me that way so if i read it correctly when you starting your career there doesn't necessarily need to be a plan or at least for you see plan to tha plan to tha we all make plans and you know there's the old saying goes that man proposes god disposes so all my plans that i made 
never really happened the way I thought they would happen, which is amazing. Because I think so, so, you know, when you're younger, you have a very different view of the world. We don't know the realities of the world. And it takes sometimes experience to navigate those things. So for me, it started with a plan that I wanted to be a banker. That's why I did my master's in finance. So the plan was to be a banker and go to America and work in Wall Street. Huh. But as you can see, none of that happened. Because I went with the flow. And being entrepreneurial in my approach towards work and life, if I found something interesting, I just pursued it. So that brings me to an interesting point of opportunity. When opportunity comes, do you grab the best one at that point in time? Or would you probably go by the plan? What best I can do? So my thing is, you know, I always wanted to do things which people don't do, which haven't happened like around us. Hmm. So, you know, I remember once when I left Adelaide, I was thinking, should I get into the media business or some, something else? I actually at one point contemplated opening a hair salon for children. 15 okay. years ago okay or you know I remember 25 years ago I sent an email to Reed Hastings of Netflix the founder huh. at that time Netflix was not a digital streaming company it was a, a mail order uh, you know DVD company okay you had to choose your title and they would send you a DVD by post okay. and I wanted to do a similar thing here so I so had what kind of an email was that I mean what would no, you I just told you that you know I have been reading about your company and I've just finished my MBA. I, was, I think I was probably in my early 20s. Huh. And I would like to uh, start a similar business in India where we can order DVDs by mail. And he, in fact, responded. And I don't have that email like this, you know, now. But he responded by saying, you know, hi, thank you for writing. But, you know, India is too early for us to look at India as a market. Huh. But if we do, we'll let you know. Wow. So I've done a lot of these things because, you know, when you're younger, we do all these. Is that instinctive? Yeah, it's very instinctive. So, I go with my instinct. Right. And I really don't make great business plans. Okay. I make very broad plans. So this is what I want to do. This is the opportunity. <clears throat> and over time, I have started focusing more on figuring out, you know, what role can I play? Okay. What gap can I fill? And how do you know what role you can play? Everyone has that one superpower that they have. And we should all focus on finding that thing. So, we all are good at a lot of things but we are amazing at something okay some people don't figure that till they're very old some figure that very early hmm. some take time to figure that so you know I also went here there a little bit to figure ki achha mera superpower hai ye. Hmm. and now once you figured out objectively what you are really good at hmm. then you should focus on building that on that hmm. so I think I figured this maybe 10 odd years ago that okay my what I'm really good at is spotting talent, spotting interesting stories, and then putting them together. And I started, you know, investing my time, money, effort, everything in that. Hmm. And that led to different, different opportunities. Okay. And now it's sort of the story now is actually a culmination of the last 15, 20 years of exploring various things hmm. and now I think what I do now is really playing to my best part okay so hence I feel ki now I should focus on this only hmm. and continue building this scaling myself again and again and learning relearning unlearning so you know at any point in time you should be very very in sync with the world right with the universe so talking of relearning in 2017 you went back to school 
you went back to learn i went into private course you did a private course yeah and yeah. that was after uh, hotstar and after hotstar after, after founding some uh, organization kitna difficult hota hai to go back to learn and why does one have to do it so i think it's the easiest thing to do okay you know in college i should have studied to main kabhi college gayi nahi actually only in mba i should go but i was still still a very active stock market trader so but i've always been a very very avid self learner reader i've always read all kinds of books to learn from people's experiences and you know mm-hmm. their lives and i think it's very important to always be objective ki what is my knowledge what is my skill and jo opportunity hai uske liye kya skill chahiye so i felt that because the world was opening up all these global streaming companies and studios are coming to india i never went to film school right aur agar mujhe inse baat karni hai story ke bare mein discuss karna hai notes dene to mujhe i need to equip myself with theory hmm. so i went and specifically found an avenue jahan pe i could learn the theory of storytelling hmm. so that i could equip myself make my instinct better make my skill better to then get into the world of storytelling with more confidence and with more i would say more you know well armed hmm. to make the best of the opportunity Okay, so if I'm reading this correctly, this would, if you feel that you are instinctively an entrepreneur, ho, mm. you uh, begin the entrepreneurial journey whether or not you you have the skill set or the specific research or domain idea or expertise, yeah. and then eventually go on to build that. Who build ho sakta hai? I have lived life with the principle that you dive into the ocean first and then figure out how to swim. I feel that if we know. If we arm ourselves with the tools, we'll figure it out. So, कुछ पहले plan करके नहीं किया था कि अपने को prepare करके जाऊँगा. हम्म. वो तो you have to prepare on the ground. So, you've tasted the flavors of an entrepreneur. You've tasted the flavors of a professional. What would, what according to you, are the three characteristics or the three takeaways that you've had from each experience? See, for me, hmm. because I'm a very wired person, I'm always on. 24 by 7. A job for me was like detox, going for a holiday. It's like a two-year holiday. Every time I've done a job, I felt so relaxed. Government holidays, weekend holidays, fixed working hours. Mm-hmm. Though I didn't have fixed hours, it was flexible. But I thought it's really easy to do a job because you're not the whole ship is not on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. But when an entrepreneur, it's all on you. You know, and the uncertainty that you may not get an SMS from a bank credit every month. Hmm. drives you right but in the job you get complacent and it's a trap ha huh. you know it's a trap not i'm not saying that job is i think doing a job is great right what is a trap is making your mind complacent hmm and getting into that comfortable zone you can be in a job and be not in the comfortable zone and to tremendous i mean if you see all these big big companies that have been built by people in coding jobs right. like that's a google or a facebook or any company right they are built by people who do a job hmm. they make a lot of wealth along the way but they work very hard they are they are very entrepreneurial in the job right so i feel job ho ya na ho se farak nahi padta hmm. what matters is your state of mind your philosophy of life towards work okay if you are entrepreneurial hmm. generally hmm. whether you are in a job or you are not in a job it's fine you will prosper in both ways so talking of the entrepreneurial approach you have had uh, three organizations that you have built and uh, some of them you have given off to some people hmm. 
how tough is it to give off something that you have built from scratch see for me uh, the first one that uh, the dot com company that i started and sold i was very passionate about it but i knew that this is not something that i'll do for a long time it was like a fun thing for me to do hmm. uh, selling was not the plan because i didn't think somebody will buy it actually okay so i never built anything for with the thought in mind that somebody will buy it you i enjoyed it i thought it's fun let me do it and then along the way somebody came and they said they like to buy it and i said okay great and i knew that this is a small part of my ambition and my adventure hmm. i didn't know what was in the future but i knew that this is not it okay so i sold the dot com company that was easy and that is instinct you yeah. knew this was not it yeah so. i felt this is great but not for me Take care. So I did that. Uh, when I was setting up projects as a producer, uh, and then you know, setting up projects, that was I was in Hollywood and I was trying to still learn the business, understand the business. Mm. And I was on my own. It was a project, so projects are easy to part with because it's projects always involve co-productions and joint ventures, so it's easy to do. So, but when I started my earlier company. the one before i joined hotstar company called iroc is a development company mm. that company was very difficult for me to part because i had really given 6 7 years to it everything that i put into it so that company is still there it's not very active but wo hai and dheere dheere usme se kuch projects hain which i am trying to take in my new company and so i have not really parted with it okay i am still very very attached to it and the things that we created in that and we are trying to convert those things into projects So, आपको कब पता चलता है दैट दिस टाइम इज डन फॉर ए कंपनी मतलब अब ये हो गया आई विल नीड टू मूव ऑन सी आई थिंक बंच ऑफ इंडिकेटर्स वन इज मार्केट फोर्सेस और द पार्टनर्स दैट यू हैड इन अ सर्टेन वेंचर दैट बिजनेस प्लान सी द बिजनेस प्रॉस्पेरिंग एवरीबॉडी इज हैप्पी बट समटाइम्स लाइक यू नो व्हाट आई लर्नड इन माय प्रीवियस बिजनेस दैट आई वाज अ लिटिल टू अहेड ऑफ इट्स टाइम ओके आई आई स्टार्टेड द कंपनी टू अर्ली and then i didn't raise enough capital for to wait last for that period so this time when i started the company i took a breather i was fortunate enough to get an opportunity hot stuff so that gave me time to do something else in between mm. and then start this new venture and this time i felt that the timing is right okay. so i started this this time because i learned that i don't start something too early and mm. the market's not ready mm. so then you know sort of you just follow your instinct and instinct comes with doing things with success with failure hmm. it's a combination all of that and actually learn most when things don't work out and then you know okay and that's really extremely valuable so when things haven't worked out for you yeah. what have been some of the disappointing moments if you can share some so for me when things didn't work out in my earlier company it was for me the most disappointing thing was that we had we could we created some amazing content but because market ready nahi tha and we were too early we could not make the best of it at that time i thought so i was very disappointed with that ki you know i have to reorient the business now hmm. and maybe do something else and come back to this now I, in hindsight seems like perfect because what i'm doing now hmm. is all built on that okay so all that content that i created there with all the people new people that i introduced into the system hmm Worked with them. They're all around now, prospering, doing really well, hmm. and it makes life really easy for me today. Hmm. So the lesson that I've learned is that actually nothing is worth getting disappointed about. So now, if anything is a failure, I don't even look at it as a failure. I just feel that it's all part of the process of learning and navigating life and business. Hmm. So once you figure that out, 
ਮੈਨੂੰ ਫੀਲਰ ਦਿਖਦਾ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੋ ਐਸ ਅ ਐਂਟਰਪ੍ਰੈਨਰ ਵੈਨ ਡੂ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਥੈਟ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਅਰਾਈਵਡ ਆਈ ਡੋਨਟ ਨੋ ਬਟ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਇਫ ਵਨ ਕੈਨ ਰੀਚ ਅ ਪੁਆਇੰਟ ਇਨ ਲਾਈਫ ਵੇਰ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਏਬਲ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਯੂ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਡੂ ਐਂਡ ਨਾਟ ਵਰੀ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਪੇਇੰਗ ਯੂਰ ਬਿਲਸ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਦੈਟਸ ਅ ਗ੍ਰੇਟ ਸਿਚੁਏਸ਼ਨ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਇਨ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ ਦੈਨ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਹੈਵਿੰਗ ਅ ਜੋਏ ਆਫ ਡੂ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਵਰਕ ਏਵਰੀ ਡੇ and it's not just like for me i've never gone to work hmm. this is also not work for me right it's it's i love doing this it's my hobby and i always turn my hobby into work so when you do that and you and if you reach a point where you don't have to earn money to pay your expenses or fulfill your projects or ambitions and you've got enough of that flexibility then that's really i think a great position and point for an entrepreneur what according to you would be one challenge to turn a hobby into a business i think कोन सिंकिंग इट विद द मार्केट आई मे फील के गोल्फ खेलने में बहुत मेरी हॉबी है बट इफ आई एम नॉट इफ द मार्केट डजंट थिंक दैट आई एम अ गुड गोल्फ प्लेयर आई वोंट ऑन मनी सो देन इट वोंट वर्क सो द मार्केट हैज टू बी इन सिंक विद व्हाट वी थिंक इज एन अपॉर्चुनिटी एंड आर वी द राइट पीपल फॉर एक्सप्लोइटिंग एन अपॉर्चुनिटी फेयर इनफ नाउ आई वुड टॉक अ लिटिल बिट अबाउट द द मीडिया बिजनेस एंड द स्टोरी इंडस्ट्री या uh what are the sort of careers that one can look at when getting into the media business at a graduation post graduation the opportunity in the content business always is of a content creator and every content that gets created na it's teamwork hmm so it's a very specialized business it's got departments there's a writer there's a director there's a producer there's an actor editor there's a cameraman there's a sound guy so there are everybody anybody who wants to make a career in this business hmm. has to pick one department at least to start off with right and become really good at that and then you can figure where it will take you sometimes a writer can become director sometimes a director becomes a producer kabhi actor director ban jata hai actor hmm. so once you figured your main core expertise then you can work your way around but if you want if anybody wants to work career hmm. in the media business is you first at least get one one thing that's their like expertise any one department and that you would say comes with skilling yourself in that domain ideally i mean ideally agar you know if i get the chance i'd love to go to say a film school if i want to be a filmmaker or a writer huh. or editor i mean it's good to study something right the theory of it and then get practical knowledge and then use both to create something better okay so what are the skills that one should have or one can look out for early on in their career and what are the ones that they you can pick on the go so because the creative business is the first thing is a creative instinct because without that it becomes difficult to survive in the long term we have a creative instinct about what people will like what people can create education can help you strengthen those instincts without that it will be very difficult even if i go to film school and i learn how to edit hmm. but if i don't have creative instinct of storytelling hmm. i'll be a bad editor and if i'm a bad editor you know i won't have much of a career right but if i am a creative person if i'm not been to film school hmm. but i have worked with an editor and i have understood how to edit i can be a terrific editor if you could name like three skills of being in a job position and or or in the professional setup and an entrepreneurial setup so i would say in my opinion both probably need the same skills okay 
and I'll generalize and I'll tell you how. So I feel in both places you have to be a be entrepreneurial in your approach, whether your job or you have to learn how to collaborate. Collaboration is very important. So people skills, we you know the ability to get teams to work hmm. is very important. Without that, you know you can't go too far. And lastly, I think the ability to balance business and creativity. You can't go too much business and forget creativity, or get too creative and forget business. Hmm. So in the creative business, that balance, which I call instinct, hmm. and you know it is, it it can't be defined very easily. Yeah, I was just going to probe and ask you. You've mentioned instinct way too much. How does one really find that? Yeah, so who aata hai by trying and experimenting? There are some people who wait. Jab right mauka hai, to mein karunga. I feel. You have to keep doing different things. You have to keep trying things. You have to keep. You can't sit still. Okay. Like I am, my nature is I can't sit still. Okay. You know, it's you don't. I mean, the mind is forever trying to do things. So I feel when you do things, you do something's wrong, something's right. If you succeed, you know how my instinct worked in this. When you fail, you know my instinct failed here, and that stacks up. Hmm. And then slowly, slowly, that ratio will start changing. No, you might fail a lot of things earlier, and succeed in few things. And but over a period of time, it should be the opposite. And that's when you'll know that hmm. my instinct is good. For example, Vikta Kapoor succeeded in making TV shows for audiences. Audiences loved them. She kept making them for years. Her instinct was working. Yeah. She made one show, chal gaya. Second show, chal gaya. Third show, maybe nahi chala. Okay, she understood. Fourth show, chala. So I'm saying there are so many examples. Ha. So. It's always people always see the final success and say, "Oh, how did this happen?" Right. It always built brick by brick. Right. Right. So you have to go back to the basics. Hmm. That one thing and second thing and third thing and fourth thing. So everybody starts somewhere, hmm. and then you take it brick by brick. And you spoke about building teams. Hmm. Uh, when you are building your team, hmm. what are the things that you look for when you are uh, recruiting young individuals? So, I think for me, because I'm in the creative business, and primarily I look for people who have an original voice of their own. So people who are still connected with their roots, and you know, if they have the guts and the clarity of thought to articulate their views, their style, their way of writing, their way of storytelling, their way of acting, एक उनका एक organic एक होना चाहिए strength. If that can be found, right, then that person is a great Talent for me. Throughout this journey of being the entrepreneur, the professional, the learner, what is the one thing that you have learned and is your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway is to always give first and then expect later. So whether it's a business deal, whether it's a new enterprise, whether it's to the consumer, to the industry, you have to find a way to make others benefit. By having some, by doing something or having something that is unique to you, and I've realized that in everything that I've done, wherever I've done, been able to do that, hmm. I've succeeded. Wherever I've been thinking about only how I will benefit, I've failed miserably. Okay. So that's why I said, you know, giving first and then expecting it in return. 
you know, it's this whole thing, right? The universe helps you and conspires. Yeah. The universe will only conspire if you are first giving the universe something. Right. Then automatically everybody will come to you. Yeah. You don't have to ask for anything. It just comes, walks. Okay. And finally, what does achievement mean to you? Just being happy. No stress. And how does one achieve happiness? Being happy in whatever state you are in. Okay. That is actually the best thing. So today, whatever is the state, if you are saying, okay, there is cool, I am happy. Huh. I am happy instantly. You don't have to wait to be in a different state to be happy. Okay. So it's a state of mind. It's our mind which, you know, because we keep having this whole thing, right? If I get that, I will be happy. If I have this kind of salary, I will be happy. Mm. If I have that thing, I will be happy. No, you just should be happy in the way you are every day. Just wake up happy and sleep happy. And automatically the state changes. And you won't even realize how your state of mind is and state of life has changed. Right. Like I've seen life shift seamlessly to what I wanted on its own without me putting pressure. So in a happy each day, you won't even feel the journey. So one has to be, have aspirations and ambitions, but it should not be linked to happiness. So it's just a state of mind. Okay. Being healthy, that's about it. Okay. I'm, I'm a lazy person, but still I'm saying this. <laughs> so, okay, one can only hope that you continue giving the stories that you are, you continue creating and continue being happy. So, lots of happiness to you. Thank you for being on the show. Sita. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share your thoughts and feedback in the comment section. Do rate us on Apple Podcasts if you like the episode. Subscribe or hit follow Voice of Achievers on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, Spotify, GeoSavan, Ghana or wherever you get your podcasts from. Send us an email on editor at voiceofachievers.com or find us on voiceofachievers.com to share guest suggestions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Don't forget to tune in next week again. Voice of Achievers on EP Log Media.